Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, February 22nd, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. We hope that you had a wonderful weekend because it was like uh, uh, sunny and yes. cold it and was stupid. really nice. I was out most of Saturday uh, oh, okay. and it was very, very cold, but it was I was literally outside all day. So I'll take oh, that. Oh, that's nice. I'll Wait, take that. Did, you, did I read this right? You went to the Bethesda Fountain? I did. I went to Central Aww. Park for the first time in about a year. I've been to Central Park a few times yeah. since the pandemic, but didn't make it to the actual terrace and fountain. But yeah. she's my favorite. So yeah. very, very happy. Good, good vibes there. I, no, I like that for, for you. Sure, for sure. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love that journey for you. Um, <laughs> I, I hope that you guys are getting to listen to This Week on Broadway with Lauren Gunderson because I got to listen to it today and it was really nice to hear like a native Georgian yeah, female writer that yeah. was like, it was just like cool. And she's an absolute joy on the episode. So I highly recommend that you listen to that. Also, if you're a patron on our Patreon, you have access to the special episode that Matt and I did over the weekend covering the masked oh, dancer. <laughs> and I'm not joking when I say that like we had budgeted like 15 minutes to talk about this and we almost spent an hour talking about I'm not about- surprised. Yeah. Because it's just about pop culture. It's yeah. not about the actual episode of the masked dancer. We had a lot of fun. You could listen to it even if you'd never watched the show uh, because we just like performances and we like dumb things like there, that. So there, yeah. I took one for the team for us, Ashley, is my uh, point. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> I know that you you were like, I can't do this emotionally, physically. Yeah. I, I can't do it. So so I did it and it was great. And I hope I look forward to many, many more. So you should be on our Patreon so that you can get these random episodes. And of course, like today on Broadway, earlier than anybody else go to www.patreon.com slash broadwayradio to make sure that you are a Patreon patron. And now we're going to get into some news. Does that does that work for you, Ashley? I'm very satisfied with that, yes. Good, 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 good. So we're going to talk about money, baby. Ooh, uh, yes. Yeah, ooh, we love it when BCEFA does things. So BCEFA provided a record-breaking $2.45 million donation in food grants over the weekend. Like... I, I didn't really Incredible. realize the, the scope of what they do. Um, oh, just because God. I, yeah. 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 I, I had I had no concept. So despite pandemic induced challenges to traditional fundraising efforts, like the normal ones that everyone gets to do, mm. um, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS this week provided a record breaking two point four five million dollars to 131 food service and meal delivery programs in 37 states, including Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. So this 2021 total tops their last year pre-pandemic of $2.3 million, which was like a 6% increase, which is huge. The fact that they're even able to fundraise this much during the pandemic is just, it speaks volumes about like how people care for BCFA. Um, And so these grants are just incredibly critical right now because people are on federal food stamps that have never been on food stamps before. Like people Mm -hmm. are having are we know they're all struggling, but like knowing that 24 million Americans currently say that they don't have enough to eat right now is just absolutely Mm -hmm. alarming. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just nice to see. It made me feel good. You know, I I mean, how many times do we hear twice a year, the Broadway community comes together. Like we know this, like we're so familiar. Um, But it was just nice that uh, they were still able to do this. 
program. Their Broadway Cares is really the superhero slash MVP of the pandemic when it comes to the Broadway community. It's just, I mean, they are always, they've been doing such incredible work for so long um, for marginalized, underserved communities. And yeah. this is no exception. As you said, there are 24 million Americans who do not have enough to eat. And that's because so many people are living paycheck to paycheck right now mm-hmm. or, uh, or lack I, I was going to say or unemployment <laughs> check to unemployment check yeah. to whatever to whatever and these fundraising efforts are so critical for that reason uh, food the, the you know food is very very important to me. like food uh, conservation food uh, deserts and mm-hmm. Getting away from the many, many food deserts we have in this country for no damn reason is a thing that's very important to me. A lot of college campuses are also considered food deserts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. um, And I mean, think about that and like how, you know, a lot of college students have dorms, but not all. By dorms, I mean dorms with food halls of some kind in them, but not all of them. And so if you're living in a food desert, if you're, uh, college campuses in a food desert, what are you going to go to? Maybe like a gas station or something or fast food or something. So you're living off that. Now more than ever, there's not <laughs> people don't have enough money to begin with. So uh, having these grant programs of providing either meal delivery or food service or in some, you know, some financial assistance even for people to get food is such a big thing right now. And I, I think we take stuff like that for granted once we, you know, we're in America, everyone should have these things. And that's clearly not the mm-hmm. case. Yeah, it's just heartbreaking. So congratulations to BCEFA. You can always donate to them. We highly recommend that you always do so. So before do. we get in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give people money. It's not give hard. It, no, <sighs> apparently it is. <laughs> apparently yeah. oh, it no. is. We, we know this to be true. It's really hard. So before we get into the rest of the news, we're going to take a moment to talk about our sponsor for the week, Audible. Yes, we are very thrilled to welcome Audible back as our sponsor this week. I don't know about you. I am constantly, and especially in these pandemic days, dealing with the struggle of wanting to read, but not having the attention span to do so, to sit down and read (laughs) a physical book. It is impossible. I couldn't tell you the last time I read a book that wasn't a play. But with Audible, Audible, I can have it all. If you don't already know, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. You can find the largest selection of audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more, not to mention thousands of binge-worthy podcasts. Though, I mean, why look for more podcasts when you've already found the best here? But that's besides the point. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, which you can trade in for any title in their catalog, including their new Plus catalog, which includes everything from music to guided fitness and meditation, as well as those aforementioned podcasts. With our special link, audible.com slash broadwayradio, new members can try Audible for 30 days.
days on us. And with an Audible membership, you can download titles and listen offline anytime, anywhere that's in the car, on the train, at home, from the bath, wherever you may or may not be these days. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. And if you have multiple devices you want to use it on, no worries. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. Use your credits right away or keep them for up to a year. And if you decide on something and you're not loving it, you can simply swap it out for something else. There is so much to choose from. As I said, I've been an Audible member for a while, and my library ranges from everything from a series of unfortunate events read by Tim Curry, (laughs) John Waters, Mr. Know-It-All, and Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential, read by the Mm. authors. Yeah, right? And just, you know, a galamafri of everything else under the sun. I contain multitudes. Because, (laughs) Because we're theater people, not only are there great audiobooks to check out like Alexandra Jacobs still here colon the madcap nervy singular life of Elaine Stritch read by the great Andrea Burns but there's Audible Theater which has several shows including Latin History for Morons, Seawall A Life and Alan Cummings Legal Immigrant which was one of my favorite cabarets mm-hmm. of the last several years I will recommend it as often as I can <laughs> including now because it's on Audible so go there and get it. So if you want to get in on everything Audible has to offer, you can text Broadway Radio to 500-500 or head over to audible.com slash Broadway Radio. Again, that is audible.com slash Broadway Radio. I'll oh, see. I knew there had to have been like a very substantial reason I liked you so much immediately. Yeah. And oh, yeah. knowing that you're an Anthony Bourdain fan makes so much oh, sense. Oh, <laughs> girl. We, just, we simply do not have the time. <laughs> we actually do not have the time. <laughs> and yet we will make time we'll one find, day. We will find um, the time. We'll have a podcast dedicated to that. I would. I, oh, God, what I would give to bring in. If I could bring anyone back into the world, it might be him. Uh, so oh, let's get into the rest of the certainly be him, yeah. <laughs> quite, yeah. quite uh, mentioned many times on this podcast that he's my hero. So. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So 59 East 59th Street Theaters has announced the five uh, NYC nonprofit theater companies that are going to get these huge COVID relief grants. Now, I didn't even realize that they did this. So Mm. this, this relief grant to me was a huge deal, especially since a lot of it is supporting BIPOC and or um, LGBTQ plus artists. So the grants range from like 10,000 to $25,000, which right now, I don't know if you're familiar, but artists aren't making money. Yeah, weird. (laughs) Knowing that these nonprofit theater companies are going to have this kind of a boost, especially from such a reputable theater company is a really big deal. So in a normal season, the 59th theater company they do their funding through these like fancy theater foundations and they usually get like 1.7 million dollars in support but uh they've not been able to do that because their three theater spaces have been vacant during this time yeah and um the some of the recipients are hypocrite theater company less than rent new light theater project nor theater company and playco and all of the information regarding those theater companies can be found in the link that we're going to provide in the show notes i was so excited to read about these companies i had never heard of definitely heard of uh, i haven't heard of all of those but uh definitely heard of several of them 
And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you don't want to say, obviously, these are well-deserving theaters, because that implies there are some that aren't, <laughs> but they are well-deserving theater companies. I'm very, very happy to see this from 59. Yeah, it's, I, I didn't realize that, you know, these, I mean, they're small, but they're still huge off-Broadway theater companies mm-hmm. still oh, yeah. give to like the nonprofit theaters that um, I don't know create the work that they eventually buy yeah, and do weird, on their right? stages. So weird, right? <laughs> it's like a trickle system, and like I, I need say, more. It's a trickle system, also, in that you know, give money to BIPOC and LGBTQ plus artists, so we see more of their works on stage. What mm-hmm. a freaking concept! It's really weird. not hard. Uh, so this one, <laughs> this. This headline really, really got me today. Um, So it has been revealed that a film adaptation of The Beast in the Jungle is coming soon, and it's going to be directed by Susan Stroman, and it's starring... This, this was a game changer for me, guys. Frank Langella. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Frank Langella, but I... Did not expect that man to be in the Susan Stroman with heavy dancing um, film adaptation of the show. So uh, Stroman's going to direct the uh, Henry James novella from 2018. Uh, it originally premiered at the Vineyard Theater Company, and now they're going to be making this film. Langella says that they're already starting shooting like right now, uh, and it's going to involve a nice. great deal of dance. What? I mean, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, there was it. a 2018 Go. musical adaptation that we talked about earlier with um, John Kander and David Thompson, and it had Tony Yazbek in it, which that scans. Sweet. Like yeah. that scans. Yeah. But we're going to, are we swapping Tony for Frank? And if so, interesting. I mean, I think Frank can do it. I'm Frank for, can do anything. I, he, I was going to say, that's exactly it. I think he can do it because <laughs> he can do anything. He's going to show us all up. Susan and Susan Stroman knows what she's doing. Obviously, yeah. she's she's like Frank Langella. I will make you dance, and you will win <laughs> every award for it because I'm Susan Stroman. Yeah, that's that's actually how that's exactly going to work. So that's the conversation. Um, I kind of save this closer to the end just because I know that you and I have feelings. Um, mm-hmm. Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been appointed as the first president of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival Society. They've never had this. They've never had this position, but they've kind of invented it. And the fact that it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge is sending me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge will be the president of this new society. Um, she will attend and select events to speak on behalf of the society whenever she freaking wants. Yeah. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, of course, you guys remember her from her. She she actually did her show Fleabag at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And if you remember, it had like a three out of five rating. Like it was not famously um, supported. Uh, and then I don't know, it um, it went to earn an Olivier Award and then also it got adop- adapted into like a BBC Amazon show. So I think she did OK with the project. She did all right. Uh, she did all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to appoint anybody to do this, it should be her. I think this is a huge redemption story. I would like to see a one-season show about this particular appointment on Amazon. Don't know about you. (laughs) With Andrew Scott still. Oh, Jesus. He can play somebody, I'm sure. You know, I grew up Catholic, and I had feelings for this gentleman on season two guys spoiler alert you need to watch feedback (laughs) everyone had feelings for this gentleman on season two yeah um 
It, sh- it wasn't legal what they did to women <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. to watch that show. Yeah. So we're going to get into this uh, final kind of thought. Um, so the Tony Awards. <laughs> You're familiar. What's right? that? <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Who's Tony? So after declaring that the Tony Awards ceremony would be presented digitally in the fall you remember 2020? I don't know. Uh, they no. rushed out this announcement of nominees, right? And then they ghosted us. And the American Theater Wing and the Broadway League have come together and emerged from the shadows to confirm that the polls will finally open in March. This is a full mofo year after the Broadway shutdown. Now they're going to allow people to vote. So the votes will be cast during the first two weeks of March. Then the awards will be given TBD um, in coordination with the reopening of Broadway after the COVID-19 pandemic. So we will we now know that we will have awards after Broadway reopens, which might be the end of this year, beginning of next year. So that's a full two years after mm. Tina Turner <laughs> should have won a Tony. Like that's what's happening. Yeah, um, t- so t- Tina Turner specifically. Tina Turner herself. Yeah, not, even Adrian Adrian, Warren. not even Adrian Ward, because she, she just became <laughs> Tina Turner is what happened. Oh gosh. It, it's just and so I was just reading a lot today about how like these Tony voters are going to have such a difficult time at this point remembering things that aren't just like the performances that are like, oh, the lighting design. Unless you took incredible notes um, during the shows that were, you know, eligible and nominated, yeah, they're, they're all kind of screwed. I mean, yeah, hopefully you would have if I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking more <laughs> to, you know, voters who may be writers or critics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure some people didn't pay that much attention. Um, but I would hope if you're voting for, the may or may not exist Tony Awards <laughs> that you're paying attention to everything that you're probably going to vote for. But it was so long ago. Like, it's my job to pay I attention to shows. I think it's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, the whole entire thing is disrespectful at this point. Yeah. I, it's my job to pay attention to these shows. And I couldn't tell you if anything at this point creatively on so many of the shows without really having to rack my brain for it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, it's just, a, it's again, every time we talk about the Tony Awards, which is you know, <laughs> too often because I, uh, I, I hate them at this point. Like a problematic ex, you guys. We yeah. just keep bringing him up. He just keeps on coming up, keeps mm-hmm. on coming up and, you know, and ingesting trauma into your life. These yeah, Tony it's nice awards. that we have a few more answers. That's I think that's really important. And it is of course important. we're sharing this with you guys as soon as we have it. Um and and, and then of course uh, when we know there might be a Tony Awards, we will uh, come out with a special Patreon only episode in those <laughs> seconds because <laughs> What else are we gonna do? Really, really breaking news. Yeah. yeah just, so, just, a, just a slap in the face. Ugh. Peace and blessings to all of you voting. Um, but also good luck. What the fuck? Uh, so luck. for our final feel good recommendation, I don't know if you actually are you familiar with the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Matt has that covered on this show. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. then- <laughs> 
I'm glad you and I are on this episode yeah. because over the weekend, the new Hallmark Channel film Mix Up in the Mediterranean, which just Obviously. it sounds like what it is. It is that um, Jeremy Jordan starred in it, especially uh, with uh, Jessica Lowndes, and they performed a song for your enjoyment. And there's a cute music video that they filmed like separately. The song is available on Spotify. Um, Spotify. I was about to say Spy Kids. I'm not even kidding you. I'm on my last <laughs> on freaking limb. Spy Kids. Oh, shout you out guys to can Spy stream Kids. This. <laughs> you can stream the song on Spy Kids. The film Mix Up in the Mediterranean, which debuted this weekend on the Hallmark Movie Channel, is a, basically a commercial for Malta and mm. also a reminder <laughs> of how special Jeremy Jordan is. That's oh, what the, that's what that's the film true. is. That's true. Yeah. So they, they do this like cute music video that is available in this link that we're going to provide. And you can stream the song alive on Spotify. Very nice. Yeah. Matt, uh, Matt had mentioned it last week is because, as I said, Matt is very engrossed in the <laughs> Hallmark cinematic universe. And I know he DVR'd it. So I'm sure he'll be having a one person roundtable to discuss it uh, whenever he can, whenever he's feeling better. Uh, that is fascinating. And what he enjoys in <laughs> pop culture. I'm, I'm serious. Like that, You're correct. You're correct. That's it's dedication Marvel, and care. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. Uh, masked Cinematic Universe. Yes. And Hallmark. Hallmark movie channel. Hallmark and soap operas. There's, we've, we got the gamut. And sports. Wow. Sports and theater. he does really well with older women. If he needed to... He would kill it. There you go, He would Matt. kill it with them. There you go, Sorry, Matt. Matt. There you go, Matt. I hope you're listening. So don't forget, <laughs> you can juggle us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, and listen to us all the time on broadwayradio.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Broadway Radio. Thank you so much for, for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on all of our social medias because I am annoying and adorable on it's them. True. And you can it's follow true. me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No This Is Ashley. Oh, I like that. Also Thank adorable so and annoying. Much. Also yeah, adorable no, you really and annoying. Are. Yeah. And see, if you guys followed her, you would know that she was at the Bethesda Fountain. See, exactly. Then we wouldn't have to talk about it on the show. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I'm so glad I included that. Anyways, thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow.